What's up, Wolfpack Nation? You are listening to Pack Center. This is your co-host, Austin Paschke, joined by your other co-host, Garrett Hirschberg. Today, we're going to be talking a little football, a little basketball. Uh, it's going to be a good episode. We're going to start by breaking down the spring game. If you weren't there, it was April 27th. Drew over around 1,000 fans. It was, a, it was a pretty good turnout. The first string had to overcome a 30-point deficit. I mean, the, the rest of the team started out with that 30-point lead. The end score was the first strings. They did win, 42-36, to 36, so that was that was nice to see. Um, but mainly it was uh, all eyes were kind of on the quarterback battle. Uh, the, the top, so-called the top three quarterbacks that were uh, playing in the spring game, it was uh, Malik Henry, who is kind of sitting at that uh, third-string spot, Carson Strong, who's kind of looking like a second string right now. And then, of course, um, can't think of his name right now. Help me out, Gary. Uh, uh, Christian Solano. Christian Solano. Thank you. For some reason, I just gave my mind. But, yeah, uh, Christian Solano is looking like the starter. Uh, he played pretty well, I would say. Um, he got the first the first snaps. He went 13 of 17. Um, that's really good, 169 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, he did throw one pick. I mean, overall, I think all three quarterbacks looked strong in this game. Offense looked strong. There were a couple fu- early fumbles, a couple interceptions. But after the kinks kind of gotten, you know, cleared out, I mean, the offense looked good, and, and they looked ready to play. Yeah, you're right. It was interesting to see who was going to take the first snaps with the ones, uh, Christian Solano. So from what this this is telling me, it's Christian Solano's job to lose. Coming into the game, Nevada was a little bit banged up uh, when it comes to the running backs. Uh, Kelton Moore and Jackson Kincaid were a little bit hurt. Kelton Moore didn't really get that many touches. Uh, Kincaid uh, barely played, so they relied a lot on the passing attack, which show, which was good to see because you have five quarterbacks who played during this game. From looking at it, Carson Strong really stood out, but it was interesting to see how Malik Henry would play, how Christian Solano would play. We saw Christian Solano a little bit last year when Ty Ganji got hurt, so it was good to see him step up, see the improvements he made after last season coming into camp this year. But I was I was impressed by Carson Strong. He looked good, 18 to 26, 195. Definitely he had the second most yards uh, out of all the quarterbacks, Malik Henry threw for 211, while Solano threw for 169. But I do think that as time goes on, we're going to start seeing it's going to be a, truly a race between Solano and, and Henry, just because their play styles are a little bit too more similar, so that if you just rotate quarterbacks, you're not going to miss a lot. Both Solano and Henry are, are explosive athletes, while Carson Strong, not really. And I think this brings up a good point is, first week, Purdue, who do you play? I mean, who who comes out and is your starting quarterback? I would personally give it to Solano. He's the proven senior. He's, I mean, I feel like it's almost you have to give him a shot to um, kind of prove to this team, and if he doesn't do it or if he doesn't succeed, then that is the point where we would put in Carson Strong or Malik Henry. But I think it's Solano, like you said, it's Solano's job to lose, and I think we'd see we're going to see him take the field week one. Yeah, this, this reminds me a little bit of – Two years ago, Norvell's first year, Ty Ganji came in after taking over for Tyler Stewart, had an impressive little run where he threw for 400 yards in multiple games. Uh, coming into camp that year, it was the battle between him and Corn- David Cornwell. Uh, and then it turned. It was it was then announced that Ganji would start against Northwestern, where because he was he's the proven one. While Cornwell came in a transfer, so I do think it's it's a little bit similar to this situation here, where you got Solano who played a little bit last year, was a little bit disappointing in that Fresno State game. Then you bring in Malik Henry, who 
obviously we know what he did at la- at la- on Last Chance U at Independence mm-hmm. in Kansas, but he also was a five-star recruit, went to Florida State, and then you have Carson Strong. So it's a little bit similar to that situation where in 20, was it 2017, they had a uh, Kanan Kirtan who was this up-and-coming quarterback who was thought to be the perfect the perfect quarterback for the system. So it, it's, it's looking similar to, to that quarterback race, but I do think – at the end of the day, uh, for the first game in Mackey Stadium against Purdue, it, w- it will be Christian Solano. But I do expect that Malik Henry will start a few games this year. Yeah, and there's still obviously a long way to go. We still have all of summer ball. It's only May 1st right, right now. The first game isn't until August what, August 31st? Yeah, so there is a long, long way to go. There's a lot of football to be played, and there's a you know positions are still going to be fought for. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that first game. Having too many weapons, I think, is a good thing for the Wolfpack right now. Another person who really, really showed out in this game, I think, was uh, Toa Tawa. I mean, showing what he can do. Um, we all saw what he did last year, and then it's going to be hard to do, but I think even this year he's going to go above and beyond what he did last year, and I think he's going to have a real sp- real special season this year yeah no I think the offense is definitely going to utilize Toatella a lot this year yep. you, you look at the bat running back uh core but uh there's they're same they're a big group you got the four the four uh, running backs that are still still left but I think Toatella this is gonna be the year where he truly um puts himself as one of the top backs in uh in the conference you look at what he did last year he had a breakout freshman year so I I do think that Toatella he's on a mission to prove that he was over he was people slept on him when it came to recruiting mm-hmm. you look at what you look at what he did last year I think the, I think he could have a big year definitely I I totally agree and you look at Toatawa you look at you know the quarterback race and then you look at the weapons and the young talent we have at the uh, receiving core as well so our offense is looking really really good right now like we said it is very early but our offense is looking sharp. They look like they're clicking, and it's going to be looking like a, a fun year to watch this offense work. Yeah, no, it, looking at it, I think a group that was really slept on or not really given a lot of love was the receiving core. They look good. You got Elijah Cooks, who looks really good. He had a good year last year, but I think he's set for a big breakout year. Uh, Dominic Christian, although he did fumble twice in the first quarter, he did have eight receptions, 85 yards, Foss, had 81 yards. Romeo Dubs had four receptions, 151 yards. Mm-hmm. You got Cole Turner. So you got a bunch of good receivers proving why the Jungle Boys could have a very big year for this offense. Yep, I, I totally agree. The uh, the wide receivers, the Jungle Boys, as they're calling themselves, all over social media, I think is going to have a breakout year. This offense is going to be explosive and powerful. And then you know, from just from the spring game, you look at the other side of the ball. Our defense, we have a lot of new people, um, especially in the secondary, but we have a lot of experience in, you know, the linebacker position. We have a sixth-year uh, linebacker in Lucas Weber. We have a lot of a lot of experience coming back on the defensive end that I think will help our DBs because that is a you know a younger younger section of the group. So, but I think this defense has a lot of room to grow. They didn't. They looked good on Saturday, but I think they have a lot of uh, potential. There's just a lot of work that needs to be um, fixed. They looked solid though, and I'm I'm excited to take on. I'm lo- excited for them to take on other uh, Mountain West offenses. Ob- obviously, when you lose the talent you did, right. uh, it's going to be hard to place. Dom Peterson looks good on that D line. Obviously, yeah, he looks great. obviously, you're not going to replace the talent of Malik Reed. 
Uh, but the linebacking core looks good. Weber, Sewell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do think uh, there are some players who on the on the DBs who have stepped up and look good. Definitely. In the spring game, offense struggled with turnovers, but look at what the defense did. Mm-hmm. Look at the defense forced these turnovers, got the picks. It was great to see the um, the D, the DBs really stepped up. I think after the first quarter. Yeah, uh, after the, the first quarter, the turnovers really stopped, but it right. was it was interesting to see in that first quarter, like yeah. the def- um, the defense step up. The blue team, the the first team, only scored like once, not even once in the first quarter, and um, neither did the second string. So really, that first quarter was a defensive battle. I think we saw two fumbles in that first quarter. Like it was. The defense came to play on uh, Saturday, which was fun to watch, and I think we're going to see more of that during the season. And the blue team really stepped up on defense. Yeah. You looked at it. They Sure, they started with a 30. The silver team started with a 30-0 lead. Uh, silver team got that first touchdown right. to Mal- uh, Malquan Stovall, Stovall. But then the defense really stepped up for the blue team. They didn't allow a single point after that. Right. Right, yeah, that's that's the defense that I think with the right coaching and the right experience, I think that's a defense that will nicely complement this offense next season. I think just from that spring game alone, you know, it, it made at least everyone there um, really excited for next season. And I, I think Jay Nor- Norvell has a really special group this year. Yeah, I think the team is going to be really good. I think uh, the offense and defense, you look at what coordinators they have, it's going to be great. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, watch the position battles as we get closer to, um, as we get closer to August thirty first. Who wins the running back? Who wins the quarterback battle? Who steps up on the DB? But overall, I, sh- I think it should be uh, a really good season for the Wolfpack uh, football team. I think they have a chance to compete this year for a Mountain West title this year. Uh, they can compete with Fresno. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a very good year. I agree. I think. I think this has a this team has a lot of more potential than people think, and uh, I agree with the Mountain West uh, championship. I think we're gonna we're gonna be there at the end of the season. It'll, it'll be a fun season. But moving on to another very very successful sport that we have been talking about, baseball. Um, it's been a little bit since we've talked about them, but there has been really big games that they've played. Um, last week, let's take it back to when they played Oregon State, the defending national champions. They were ranked number two at the time, and our Wolfpack baseball team swept them. That first game, we beat them 8-7 in 12 innings, and that second game on Tuesday, we beat them 7-6 in 10 innings. Both walk-offs, both amazing, incredible games for the uh, Wolfpack baseball to take down the defending national champions in two out of two games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what does this mean for... um, you know the baseball team and their confidence. Obviously, obviously, you get a lot of confidence beating the defending national championship. But you look at last year, both games they played a little two game set in Corvallis. It both went to extra innings. So I thought it was a little bit almost like karma, like winning both in extra innings, especially with the way we won on uh, Monday. Uh, we won on a it was like a sack bunt. Yeah. It was like I think it was a missed throw and stuff. Yeah, it was a yeah. missed throw. The guy scored from home, right. from uh, from third, and then the game on Tuesday, which actually had a really good attendance. It was then the walk off home run, mm-hmm. being down uh, trailing by two in the bot in the bottom of the ninth, being able to come back and win. I think it just you instill a lot of confidence in the team. You know the offense is there now. It, now you just got to produce. There's not much time left in the amount of, in the in the season. They're in fifth place uh, in the Mountain West, and you got to make it to the top four in order to play for the Mountain West title. Right. And then real quickly, 
uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday slate against Air Force. We lost two out of three, but that Sunday game uh, was a little bit of history. It was the most runs scored in the uh, T.J. Bruce era. So 26-15, yep. to 15, looking like a uh, was, UNR. I thought, I thought it was a football score. Looking first. like a, yeah, definitely looking, looking like a UNR football score. Um, but we took that game, so that was good. And then on Tuesday, um, April 30th, we beat UC Davis 7-3. to Just a quick recap of baseball. And then everyone's favorite topic, let's get into some basketball, yep. huh? Yep, let's exactly. get into some Operation Pack Back. Let's get into some of the... Um, the assistant coaches, there's a lot to talk about. There's been actually a lot of news since the offseason has kind of started. Let's just talk about the transfer portal real quick. Uh, there is five guys on the ro- – six guys, sorry, on mm-hmm. the Wolfpack roster. We have Jazz Johnson, who has uh, decided to come back, Eric Parrish, Jalen Harris, uh, which is huge, K.J. Himes, Nizre Zuzwa, and now the uh, emergence of Kane Milling who is the uh, first commitment of the Alfred era, who's an 18-year-old combo guard. He plays um, in the International League, I think, over in... Um, France. Yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry. It was France. I was going to say Australia for a second. He averaged 14.4 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 3.2 assists in uh, the France League last year. Uh, I think he played, in the, he played up as a 17-year-old in the 18 through 21 um, league. So this kid has some uh, special abilities. I think he's a... Knock down three artists, so it will be interesting to see how he kind of fits with the team. But you know, finally we got a full pack squad. Finally we got at least one sub on the uh, bench. So how we how we feeling about next year? Um, I think it's good. I think obviously we still have what a few players left yep. in the portal: Lindsey, Lindsey, and Lindsey, Shamel, Stevens, and Jordan Brown. Yep. Obviously, hope they all come back. Uh, obviously, the big one is. Jordan Brown, yeah. uh, as much as we'd love Lindsey, I, I, we would need him, but, yeah. like, he's not necessarily a priority. Obviously, we have a lot of guards already, but, like, we we need a big man who right. – and I think, as we've talked about on the show before, Jordan Brown would be a very good fit for this Alford, Alford system. But it's good to see that we're already getting commits, as you mentioned, the the uh, French prospect plus um, I think it's guard – or. Forward Kwani Kwani, yep. who was in town last weekend within his, with his official visit. So it's good to see that that we're already starting to go in the way of uh, high school recruits rather than grad transfers because it was Moss's biggest knock against him is his inability to recruit freshmen, which I think ultimately led led to his uh, downfall not being able to like like fill up your roster because you got players sitting out. So I, I think it's good. We're looking. You already see the news of Steve Alford already recruiting for the 2023 class, which those players are now in just their freshman year. So I do think I think do think it's good. We're seeing an up and coming. We're not seeing a lot on social like from Coach because unlike Mossy, he is not a very big social media user. But um, overall, I think we'll be good next year. We're looking to be top in the Mountain West again. I think if JB comes back and Lindsey, we'll be. T- will be slotted for number one in the Mountain West. Yeah, I think I think we are, if everyone comes back, I think we're definitely favorites uh, to win the Mountain West, especially with um, Utah State's big man, uh, I think his name's Keita? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, he was like Queta. the defensive player of the year right. declaring for the draft. He declared for the draft. So um, definitely I think with him leaving, if everyone comes back, this pack team can be, can be pretty uh, special. And I also like to see – you know, just a buzz on social media about us actually offering high school players and uh, like high school players posting about us. Yeah. And, you know the buzz because, like you, like you just referenced, 
this was something that we did not see in the Muslim era. It was almost, and if we did get a high school recruit that you know we did offer or that was interested in us, it would be a big, big deal because it was you know that one kid. But now, just scrolling through Twitter, you know, you see we're offering Zach Harvey, we're uh, we're offering Brian Washington, we're a- offering these high school kids who have a bright, bright future, and we can they can come to Nevada and really you know mold their. Um, mold their skills here so i think it's really really interesting to see you know the the recruiting that alford has already done in just the short amount of time he's been here is already you know seems like it's already surpassed tenfold of what muscleman's done yeah not to mention the fact that we also got assistant coaches uh you got craig neal who will be the assist associate coach uh cory barnett and bill du- uh duaney yep will serve as assistants plus they bring on um cory alford Mm-hmm. who will be the play, uh, director of player operations. And uh, you bring back Brandon Chambers, who is, who is re- remaining in the same role of, of player operations. So it's good to see that. Um, I believe it's with Craig Neal's – I believe he has, like, ties to uh, international waters. And so that's how we were able to get that French prospect plus other people, other prospects. Uh, I think that could help make Wolfpack fans very excited. Right. Yeah, I think uh, what you're specifically talking about is uh, Coach Neal has obviously been friends with Alfred since um, for a really long time now. But Neal has worked in Monaco and um, other countries across the world where he um, oversaw like 23 youth teams for the uh, ASM Basketball Association. And those are players that age from age from nine to 21. So Neal has had these these experiences with these young, young international players, to be exact, to recruit them and bring them to Nevada, which would be a huge get for the Wolfpack fans and the Wolfpack, you know, basketball program is to get top notch international players. And that's why, you know, Coach Neal and um, Brandon Chambers, those are my two favorite uh, assistants hiring because Brandon Chambers keeps the culture going here in Nevada with recruits and, you know, current players. But then uh, Neil brings in so much coaching experience. He coached at New Mexico. He coached in New Mexico for from 2013 to 2017. Posted a 76 and 52 record. He was also he also spent time with Alfred at Iowa for three years. So he has a lot of experience coaching in um, you know a high level. And now he's the assistant head coach. Brings in recruiting. Just brings in a lot of uh, knowledge. And I'm excited to see this kind of coaching group around Alfred here. It should be a fun time for uh, Wolfpack. We should be expecting some big news coming in the coming weeks, whether it's announcements of uh, recruits, it's announcement of players coming back. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how Alfred and uh, and his staff do for the coming weeks, especially as schedule time should be coming out soon. I think we're gonna hear a lot of uh, pack uh, Operation Pack Back, which has been you know. The uh, what has t- taken social media by storm now is not only um, players trying to get uh, other players back, but we saw a picture emerge of uh, Coach Neal. Coach Neal wearing the Lindsey Drew jersey when Lindsey Drew was working out in the uh, sessions um, center. So that was that was cool to see too. That was posted yesterday of you know assistant coaches and players kind of getting on this operation pack back and trying to get them to stay because they know how special this team would be if everyone stayed on this team. Yep. I think this team could be amazing. Yeah, I I mean, this if everyone came back, I think we have a lot of promise for this team, plus the people we can bring on. But uh, stay tuned for more basketball news. We're, we're going to be following 
and we're going to be releasing some more info. So um, stay tuned, and also stay tuned for a interview with TJ Bruce, the um, Wolfpack baseball uh, head coach. So that will be interesting as well. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening, guys, and check us out later.